Hi, welcome to Living Authentically After 55. I'm Karen Kroll, and I'm your host. The last few weeks, you've been writing your experiences and words of wisdom down to share with your family and friends. You've also considered what people unintentionally catch or learn from you. In this week's Motivation for Momentum, I want to encourage you to expand your sphere of influence. I want to challenge you to leave your mark on this world and not disappear into obscurity in your retirement years. You've spent your whole life developing skills that other people can use and need. I'm referring to mentoring. Our world has become a very selfish and me-oriented place. People are constantly talking about investing in gold, stocks, and businesses, but you rarely hear much anymore about investing in our truly most important and precious resource and commodity, and that's people. Our society has become obsessed with accumulating and having things and money to show we're successful, rather than basing success on the number of lives we've impacted and changed for the better. Everyone needs help from time to time, and you're supposed to pass on what you've learned to others. You're not supposed to just hold on to what you've learned and let it die away with you when you leave this world. We need to change our thinking, and we need to take action. You don't need Facebook, Twitter, the nightly news, or anything other than walking down any street, in any city, in any country, to tell you we need to start working together. We need to stop looking at each other's differences and judging them, and instead start helping and learning from one another. Yes, the young can learn from us, but in the process, there's a lot that we can learn from the young. There are many different types of mentoring. For instance, you can mentor business skills, parenting, hobbies, and life skills. Before you start mentoring, you need to decide what kind of a mentor you want to be. You also need to decide how much time you're willing to invest and what you want to get out of the mentoring relationship. It's important that you mentor in areas that you're passionate about. This will make it a very rewarding situation for both you and the mentee. Set measurable goals. Set a specific amount of time each week that you want to spend towards mentoring and stick to it. When choosing someone to mentor, look for someone who has the potential to grow and who is willing to jump through whatever hoops they need to in order to succeed. There's nothing worse than spending a lot of time on someone who doesn't really want to learn or grow. I know this from personal experience. When I was working contracts through the state to help low-income and unemployed workers, I can't count the number of times I'd come home feeling completely frustrated and like I'd wasted my whole day because clients would come in and basically do everything except what they were supposed to be doing. The only reason they were there was to fulfill a requirement to get something else that they wanted. But when I worked with a client that truly wanted to better their situation, it didn't matter how many hours it took, I would come home feeling energized and happy. So make sure the mentee really wants to participate and grow. If you find that your mentee is not putting in the time and effort, or not respecting your time by being late to your meetings and full of excuses, be prepared to end the mentee-mentor relationship. It's best to set up a sheet of guidelines to go over with the potential mentee before you even start so they know what's expected and what will happen if they don't meet those expectations. Remember, this is supposed to be a mutually beneficial relationship. As you mentor, you will discover and learn many things about yourself as well. 
since you'll both be learning from each other, even though it's in different ways, it's important to see your mentee as an equal, not somebody less than. It's not just enough to find someone, anyone, to mentor. You have to have a personal belief in your mentee. Part of being a great mentor is creating a safe environment for the mentee to let down their guard, share their insecurities, ask what they deem to be a stupid question, all while knowing they can really trust that you have their best interest at heart. This isn't just an opportunity to download what you know. It's an opportunity to get to know that person on a personal level and understand what external factors they're dealing with and how those factors affect how they make decisions. Then you can work with those external factors in a way that helps them be successful at applying what you're teaching them. Most importantly, you have to be a great listener. It's impossible to provide advice and encouragement if you don't listen to what the mentee really needs. Everyone learns a little differently, too. A really great mentor will listen far more than they speak. Sometimes a mentee just has to express what they're thinking and feeling out loud, and when they hear themselves speak, they will come to the correct conclusions without you telling them. You just simply listen. You also have to be honest and truthful. It doesn't do anyone any good to falsely tell them that they're doing a great job or that they understood something when they really didn't. There'll be times when your mentee will be discouraged and you'll need to push them to aim higher, persevere, and maybe even take some risks. But when they finally reach success, you'll both feel great. I want you to think out of the box a little bit too. Usually, people think primarily of an older person mentoring a younger person. But during retirement, it's a great time to learn a new skill or hobby from someone else that's retired. That person may be older, your same age, or yes, even younger. Because you're both retired, you'll have plenty of time to work on things together. You can also do a trade if there's something you want to learn from that person and they have something they want to learn from you. It's great when you can be both mentor and mentee. Now that you have a general idea of what it takes to be a good mentor, here are this week's action steps. Make a list of some skills that you have that you'd like to share. You may need a few lists, one that has skills you'd like to share with younger people, one with skills to share with older people, one with business skills, and one that's more hobby or life skill related. Then do some research online to see what mentoring programs are available in your area. Big brothers and sisters are usually looking for people, but there are a lot of other opportunities out there. You can also check mentoring.org to get more ideas. They have a database where you can put in your information and zip code and how many miles you're willing to travel. Then it will show you what mentoring programs are registered with them and how to contact any of the organizations listed. Mentoring doesn't have to be just an individual. You can contact businesses that use and need the skills you possess, and you can offer to work with their people. Keep in mind, when you work with a business, you'll probably want to have a figure in mind for them to pay you. But if you're doing mentoring on an individual basis, consider doing it on a voluntary basis. The ultimate goal is to pass on what you know, not make a lot of money off of someone. Take a good look at your skill set and be honest with yourself. Not everyone is a good fit to be a mentor, no matter how much they know. Are you open-minded and compassionate? Do you have patience and empathy? 
Are you a good listener? Are you willing to invest the time, effort, and even yourself into the mentor-mentee relationship? Are you willing to be a role model and have your own actions scrutinized? If you answer no to any of these, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't consider passing on what you know. It just means that writing a book or putting together an online class where the commitment, patience, and level of relationship is less would be a better outlet for you. I know I say this pretty much every week, but I really do encourage you to join the Facebook group. Post your questions, post your words of wisdom, share your experiences, share your motivational quotes, and start your mentor-mentee experience on this smaller scale while developing a bigger mentoring plan. I also post a number of resources under the file tab in our Facebook group that you'll find helpful for the different action steps in various episodes. You can also private message me on Facebook or email me at livingauthenticallyafter55 at gmail.com with any questions or comments, too. If you're enjoying these episodes, I encourage you to share the podcast link with your friends and family and write a review. It's one way to help me share what I know, and I value your help. Enjoy developing your mentor plan and have a wonderful week. (laughs) 